guys, and thank you for joining us on our podcast. My name is Elise Duarte. Hey guys, my name is Mariah Hennessy, and today we will be discussing the topic of burnout. And at the end of this discussion, we'll be talking about some of our personal struggles with burnout. And burnout has been shown to be a very unhealthy and hard cycle, and a lot of people don't know that they're you know, in a cycle of burnout, and we're hoping to shed some light to helping people, and hopefully you guys can, you know, kind of relate to us and our struggles that we face on a day-to-day basis. So according to Smith, Seagal, Robinson, and Seagal in 2019, burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. The causes of burnout include working too much, being a perfectionist, lack of social support, and lack of control within your own life and your job. So some of the symptoms of burnout include dragging yourself to work or other tasks that you need to accomplish, changes in your sleeping pattern, and this can be insomnia or sleeping too much, using food, alcohol, or drugs to feel better or to avoid certain feelings, no longer feeling accomplished when you achieve something that you've been working towards, feeling constantly exhausted, and being in a state of sadness, irritation, or anger, or all of the above. So some ways to cope with burnout are exercise, reaching out to people that you're closest to, like your friends and your family, be more sociable with your coworkers, maybe go out and do some fun stuff, Uh, limit your contact with negative people, and find a group of people that you share a common interest with. So some ways that you can tell that you're close to burning out is having a heavy workload, and this can include not having a good work-life balance. Um, If you are a yes person and you want to help everyone and be there for everyone, um, and you have a really hard time saying no to things because you just want to be there. Uh, You work in a job that is related to healthcare and public health. That could be a nurse, a doctor, a public health worker a patient educator, anything like that, are working with people can be very stressful and that definitely contributes to burnout. And finally, some ways to avoid burnout include trying to find a work-life balance, setting boundaries for yourself, getting enough sleep, and that can really be helpful, and connecting with friends, family, and coworkers to gain more social support. Um, In an article written back in 2015, Uh, Waldo talks about the three R's that refer to ways to avoid burnout. These include relaxing, reflecting, and regrouping. So now we're going to, you know, get into our informal part of this podcast where we talk about some of our personal experiences with burnout and some um, life experiences and events that might contribute to that. And those kind of can include, you know, school load, workload, that sort of thing. So, Elise, what are the main physical symptoms that you feel when you're experiencing burnout? I generally feel extreme exhaustion and fatigue, and those do kind of go hand in hand, and I start um, suffering from insomnia. That's really awful. I'm sorry to hear that. Thanks. So, how do those symptoms affect your day-to-day life? Um, When that kind of thing happens, when you're really tired, it's really hard to get yourself up and do things that you would normally be doing, like going to school and to work. So I do feel like I kind of force myself to do things and drag myself around to get things done. And this can include from going to work, doing homework, going grocery shopping, anything like that. Um, I definitely feel like I'm forcing myself through it. So Mariah, how does being burnt out affect your schoolwork? 
So I get very unmotivated and I start turning in assignments that are not as good as they could be like regarding quality. Mm -hmm. um, I also feel like I'm doing monotonous tasks over and over again. So what do you think triggers burnout for you? Oh, definitely having way too much on my plate. I feel like I get so overwhelmed with schoolwork, just like every other college student and my personal life, life not lives, also keeps me very busy and I never get any rest between school and life. And this uh, definitely leads to a lack of sleep and I try to do things when I'm exhausted and I feel even less motivated to do them. I definitely feel that too. It's awful. Yeah. So Elise, how do you cope with burnout? I try to do certain self-care acts um, and this can include like going for a hike, taking a bubble bath, reading, you know, anything that's kind of just thinking about myself and my well-being instead of thinking about all of the other things that I need to accomplish. Um, and that, in general, you know, doing these self-care things and thinking about your well-being is helpful in many more things than just burnout. And then I also try to focus on making exercise a priority in my life just because I know that it can help, you know, reduce my symptoms of stress and burnout, but it's also just very good for you. Yeah, I feel like even just getting a haircut or painting my nails helps. Mm -hmm. So what recommendations do you have for people who are in similar situations as you who may be experiencing burnout? I would say to just give yourself a break, not be too hard on yourself because you're doing perfectly fine without pushing yourself too far and, you know, taking on those extra tasks that you wouldn't normally be taking on and stop saying yes to everything because you know, that really burns people out and it's not necessary. You know, someone else will always come around to help out and you don't have to be everything for everyone. I think it's super important to say no, especially when you're in the situation of being burnt out. Definitely. So how do you think the education system contributes to burnout? I think there isn't a lot of consideration from teachers and even just from the university as a whole on kind of what students go through outside of class in their like family life, personal life, um, and also within other classes. I think a lot of times teachers and professors think that the only things that you do and the only thing you have to deal with is school. Um, and it's just kind of that assumption that's there. We're also taught that, you know, there's a certain standard and a speed that we need to be in to accomplish, to feel accomplished when we're in school. And it honestly, it just takes different amount of time for everyone. And we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to others like, yeah, it could take someone three years to finish college instead of five, but, you know, their major might not be as hard and your grandma might have died while you were in school. And it's just like you have to consider life events that are happening outside of that that would really contribute to, you know, you taking a little bit longer. And I think it's OK to do that. So, Mariah, what do you think employers do, can do, that would be more for, to be more understanding with people <laughs> So, Mariah, what do you think employers can do to be more understanding when people are experiencing burnout? I think employers can be more flexible with the idea of taking uh, mental health days and be flexible with hours when it comes time for midterms and finals because students really do go through a lot. And I get, you know, hours are important and scheduling can be hard for employers. But when it comes to mental health and burnout, it's really crucial to put that first. Definitely, I agree with that. So what do you think teachers can do to help prevent burnout in their students? I think just teachers could, you know, ask their students how they're doing more often and consider the workload that we're experiencing in class 
and also in our lives that could affect how well we're performing and even just our like mental well-being because I think a lot of teachers don't take into account like mentally how we're feeling with all of our load they just assume you know oh they'll be fine it'll be fine but you know we don't consider our mental health enough and I think just checking in with students can help prevent burnout. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed our podcast and you got a better idea of what burnout is, ways you can avoid burnout, and hopefully you can you could connect with us a little bit more about our experiences and maybe you can relate and maybe you can't, but this could definitely help you um, avoid burnout, cope with burnout, anything like that. Don't forget to get enough sleep and take a day off. Thank you very much.